Hi, I am Coach Emilio. Welcome to the Escuela del Sur. If you are a sports coach, do you want to find more freedom in your decisions and opportunities and find solutions in the day-to-day -day work of your profession? This podcast is for you. I will tell you from my experience as a coach in Dubai and interviews with coaches around the world, the habits, techniques, valuable background, and tools that can guide you and give you more results with less effort. I invite you to give your coaching career more possibilities and confidence in the competitive world of sport. Listen to our episode to get ideas to optimize your professional profile with continuous improvement so you can get more results, improving your quality of life along with your profession and your passion. We start. Welcome to Escuela del Sur. We are with a special guest from South Africa, Durban, Sips. Welcome to this interview. Thank you so okay. much. Thank you for having me. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm glad you accept. <laughs> it's been a long time coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yes, the things, the important things are waiting, you know. Yeah, yeah. they move <laughs> Yeah. No, thank you for being here. I think it's maybe something I waited a long time ago because... You have a lot of experience. You have a, a lot of competition in your body. You have a, an interesting philosophy we'll share here on the podcast, how you see the gymnastics like a coach. And we start with the first question. Mm -hmm. Who you are? What is your background? Well, my name is Sipisitli Biasa from South Africa in Durban, born and raised. And I'm an ex-dermatistic gymnast. And yeah, now I'm just currently a coach. <laughs> you how long you were here in Dubai? Uh four years now. Four years in Dubai and yeah, 31. <laughs> <laughs> 31 yeah. is you are yeah. and the best moment. Oh yeah. That's some good moments. Yeah, great. And do you like Dubai? Is, is Dubai your it's, life here? It's nice. It's it's good. It comes with its own challenges, but of course everything does. So yeah, I like it. Yeah, perfect. Uh, please tell me about your background, like uh, in the sport and gymnastics. How you start? Uh, when gymnastics touched your life in the beginning? Mm -hmm. um, well, I started gymnastics around six years, six or seven. When I was six or seven, and um, yeah, I started at a at a local club and started with. Easy monkey gymnastics, you know, all that stuff, the basics. And I think I fell in love with it after my first competition where we competed like a jump star. It was more like a fun, like a fun competition for the kids, you know. And I won a gold medal for my first competition. And I was like, yeah, I think maybe I'm good at this. <laughs> and then um, from then I carried on and moved forward. And at my first national, when I was, I think I was, um, I was eight when I had my first competition outside. Oh, yeah. City. Yeah. And my first nationals, I think I was eight or nine. And yeah, for me at that time, it was just so like having fun and just being there basically. 
And then uh, the more the longer I stayed in the sports, the more I wanted to do more, you know. When I was growing up, he starts off with the easy stuff and then you look at the big boys and they're doing like double flips and stuff. And I'm like, oh, I want to do that one day. And yeah, and then I just kept growing with the thing, you know, up until my, my last competition. Yeah. No regrets. No regrets. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember the name of your club, your first club? Ah, uh, yeah. My first club was Pantan uh, Gymnastics Club. This is in Durban. This is in Durban, yeah. That's, that's the only club I competed for as well. And yeah that's yeah that's the only club i competed for i don't like changing i don't like changing <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i competed for pinetown mm -hmm. and then i and then a few years later um represented the, the states and then we did nationals and then my first international competition was in twin not international actually it's a continental Africa championship. Mm -hmm. So that was a, the first one was in 2010. And my first international competition uh, was world championships in 2013. That was in Brussels. And then the following year, I the second biggest event was the Commonwealth Games. And that was my last, I'll say, yeah, that was my last big competition. And then the year later, we was getting ready for Africa Championships and trials and all of that. And yeah, I had an accident. And that was, yeah, that was it. Yeah, that was it. And then I had a lot of small events in between, like the World Cup in Germany. And this was in Dusseldorf. Oh, it was in Cottbus. 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 Yeah. Cottbus. Yeah. And yeah, and that was 2013 to 2014 was basically the longest season myself and the team have ever had. And was hard? Oh, no, it was just so long because it was like competition after competition. Because we did um, we did nationals in 2013. And then a few, a few weeks later, they announced the the national team to go to world champs and from world champs i came back i had to get ready for trials for africa championship the following year i mean the calendar was very challenging. it was very it was very tight basically events after events and yeah i remember that one time after after coming world games because i went nationals world champs and then trials in december for Africa Championship. And then we had the Christmas, little Christmas break. And then on the 2nd of January, back in the gym, grinding. Okay. And then in March, we had our Africa Championships, which was luckily held in South Africa. So we didn't have to travel. And then we had nationals around, around July, around July. And then after that, they announced the Commonwealth Games team. And then we had to get ready for that. And then by the time I finished with Commonwealth Games, I think I took two months off. <laughs> I just took two months of holidays, literally no gymnastics, nothing. Because from, from the year before, just season after season, competition after competition, like I didn't have time to rest. I didn't have time for rehab and fix my injuries or 
get a new skill. But when I took the time off, that's when I was like, okay, I've, I've detoxed. Now I'm ready to get back again. And then I was getting ready for Africa Championships. This um, was then? This, now this was end of 2014. That's when I took my two months break. And, and then beginning of 2015, we're all back in the gym. And then um, getting ready for Africa Championship. That was 2015, April. We had our trial. The like country? In South Africa. South Africa. Yeah. Ah, you was the host. Yeah. And of course, that was the year of the Olympics as well. So everyone was like angling for the spot. And unfortunately, the trials never happened because we had an accident on the way to the competition. So that was cancelled. And yeah, we not, nothing happened in that year until like a little bit later where you know, they had competitions, but uh, I had to watch from the screen. <laughs> wow. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, my experience with gymnastics has been, has been a blessing and I have zero regrets and everything I've done in the sports and for the sports has been mm. great. Yeah. Who was your journey when you was in this back-to-back schedules? Who who managed your calendar? The federation decide you will go to all these mm-hmm. competitions. It was uh, well, basically our coach, uh, our coach Jesse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was he was on top of everything. Like the the whole journey. I'm not gonna lie, was it was hard because you you'd be like in the gym and. Everyone else is learning new skills, but because I have a competition, I, I was uh, I was one of the guys who was in there at least twice twice a day for training. At a, at a from one to from what hour to whatever. Usually in the mornings we'd have like a two hour session, which was conditioning mostly, and then we'd have about three hours in the evening, from from four to seven, and yeah, it's. It was amazing that, like, I, I look at it now and I think, like, I'm, I was, I'm impressed and surprised yeah. that I managed to... How many things you did? ...to muscle through, through all of that. And, like, I, we had a really good coach, a good support system. Um, our gym manager was always there to help out. And the coach is always there. Like, I'm not going to lie, some days were frustrating. You're like, ah, oh, I'm not getting this right. It's not happening. And then some days are just bad and you just have to look past it and keep pushing forward, you know. But yeah, I'm I'm grateful to have had a coach like that and to, to have had a good um support system. Like everyone around the gym was always there helping, supporting, and it was I had a, I had a good support system. Yeah. Nice. And how many days uh, a week you train? Well, I basically trained every day except for Sunday. Sunday so was six days a week. And then on Saturday, we used to have like a four hour session. And then on Friday, as well, you used to have a four hour session. And then any 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 other day, it was three three hours. And then depending on if we're on the season, mm-hmm. then we'd do it to, um, two sessions one in the morning and then one in the evening. What was your favorite event? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, I loved playing on Pomelos. Pomelos? 
How many loss? Yes, everyone's worst nightmare. What was the more difficult skills you do, you achieve? Um, it was a it was an E flop. I I I remember I used to I still love playing with that, and I was learning moves and all of that. But some of the skills that I that I got quite late in my career, and I wanted to showcase them on on our competition. Mm-hmm. But then, yeah, I feel I feel like in my whole timeline in gymnastics, I started off okay. And then I started peaking, and then the accident happened, mm. and then I, I kind of never got to show showcase, your, show, showcase the skills the that I'm working on yeah. because that gap from 2014 to 2015 that was when I was like hungry for new skills, hungry to like do something new, you know. Like I had a whole brand new routine set up, and yeah, it's uh, kind of suck. I never got to got to do these skills, but I still play around with them. Yeah, yeah I saw you sometimes. <laughs> You're the first thing you touch it. I still play around. <laughs> so Pomelos was by far one of my favorites. And it's funny that how I fell in love with it as well. It was, it was the one app that everyone in the gym hated. And yeah, it is in all the world. The training <laughs> coaches <laughs> say, hey, punishment, go Pomelos. It's like, why? <laughs> Like for for other people, some some would say, "Ah, oh, loss is punishment," and then there's me. It's like, yes, this is a blessing. <laughs> <laughs> so I would I would really enjoy pomelos because I remember even from a young age when I was still learning um, when I was still learning circles, mm-hmm. uh, we used to we used to be like this massive group. It was a mixed group of your high performance senior gymnasts, oh. juniors, and your your level tens your level 10 gymnast, which was kind of fun, to be honest, because you had me who's like, ah, oh, Pablo, something new. And then you've got like the older guys who are like, we hate this, but we do it because we have to. And that's when, um, that's when Emrys was still my coach at the time. Yeah. And he used to make us, he used to have a Pomelos, And then we used to, we used to play this game where when someone goes on, it's like add-on. So someone goes on and do circles, and then someone has to top that. And then if you and don't, you start to lose scale. Yeah, those difficult. Those punishment. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it was never always fun, but um, yeah, from then I was always like curious, like how how are these guys doing this? How are they doing it? So I just every day for twenty minutes run pommels, 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 circles, circles, travels, and all of that. We even used to we even used to make jokes about how everyone circled. Mm-hmm. Like you have you have one guy who's got his hands flat on the pommelos, and then you have other guys who are like circling like this. No, <laughs> almost an infinity. Like we can just <laughs> it's like one finger. <laughs> yeah, like almost it's like that. Floating. <laughs> yeah, and we and yeah, I remember that guy because they used to they used to call him like a. You know how you get a pickup. In mm-hmm. South Africa, you pick up trucks, they just automatically four by fours. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, look, there's a four by four, the loose and that. <laughs> and we, we came up with like stupid names and all of that. But those are, those are really fun. Those are really fun times with the, with the team and everything. And yeah, and then the older you got, people dropped out and some of us carried on and so on. 
who every center in your life? One moment was what was the first time you saw the face of Emery? First time I saw Emery, I think I was, I think that was like my second competition, and I was, uh, I think probably like nine or something. <laughs> A little bit, you know, I was, all I was like tiny, and then I was, like, everyone knew who Emery was. Like Emery's eyes, guys produce the best gymnast and. In Durban, you know, and, and judge uh, also international yeah, judge. coach and judge. Mm -hmm. So everyone, everyone knew Emrys. To be in Emrys's class was like, like must to be good. Yeah, you you have to be like you have to be good, and to be in a team, you're like, that's when you're like, yeah, I've made it. I'm in this team. So, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, so since I think yeah, I think I was nine, and I didn't train with him for. For years and years until because there was one thing that um that I never got right in my in my gymnastics career. One of the requirements, because Emrys was like, ah, oh, you need to be able to do this and this, back handspring, back tucks, and this, back legs. Like tumbling like was fun. Protection. It's like a tumbling was fun, and then flexibility, I was I was okay. Yeah, I was okay. I mean, I got tortured when it came to stretching. <laughs> and and then there was one skill, a press turn stand. I'm not going to lie to you. At one point, being in the national team, I was probably the only gymnast who couldn't do a press. <laughs> no way. And you do rings. Uh, I did rings. Every, everything that requires me to do a press to stand, I would swing it to stand. No way. <laughs> So on rings, I didn't have a press to understand. I I just had giant to understand yeah. and all of that. So on P bars, I used to be like, oh, I'll sit kind of like straight in the body, just like kind of like swing it up. Hopefully, that means you find your notice. your method to. Uh, uh, yeah, define the I did it. find a method, but it always upsets everyone else. No way. Everyone is always upset. It's like you're the only senior gymnast who can't do a press. What is wrong with you? Or maybe the grease in your shoulders. I don't know. I mean, I mean, I just, it's just one of the skills that never clicked until way, way later in my career. It's like, hey, I can do a press now. <laughs> it was one of the skills that I got, and then I was like, oh, maybe it's something like that. <laughs> and when you saw in recent the competition, what happened? Um, geez, yeah, competitions. I think when I was younger, I took everything very light. I just got out there and just did what I could. Do what I've been practicing. I never, growing up, I didn't feel the pressure as much. Mm -hmm. Like I was always, I was always, I was very easy with everything. Like, oh, we're competing tomorrow. Ooh, excited. Hope I win, you know. And then when I got older, and I don't know, I, I guess it was part of growing up when I realized, like, okay, mm -hmm. I've got this, I've got nationals, okay. and this is a big deal. And like, I would, I'd, I'd be under a lot of pressure. Like I'd feel like I don't want to fail. I don't want to fall. And I don't want to, I don't want to mess up the competition. Mm. You know, like when we, when we did nationals, it was, the situation was not as intense mm -hmm. because I always looked at it as I've made it this far in competing for my state, mm -hmm. which is province. Mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, um, I don't want to mess it up. I'm just going to get out there and smash it. Mm -hmm. 
And then um, when I got to national, like the squad level, where what I do is going to influence the whole team. So that's when I used to, like, I used to stress out a lot. Like, I'll try to come up with means and ways to try and keep myself calm and collected and just get out there and do something good. Because the one thing that sucked about being in the national team, well, not really suck, but the pressure was the first competition, the team qualifiers. You have to, you have to get out there, you do your best. And most of the time would we would do safer routines so we don't um risk. so we don't so we risk don't your risk. body. Yeah. Not just the body. Like for me when I used to when I competed for for South Africa, I've always I always thought of team first. Like I want to get the good score so I can contribute to placing somewhere as a team. And then once that's done, then you move over to your individual individual level, yeah. individual finals and all of that. And then that's when everyone went go crazy. Throw whatever skill you, you've been working on, if it's ready, put it in there, do your best routine. So the difficult the difficulty, the level increases as well. Mm. But usually for as team, we would be safe. So so that we don't really end up at the bottom of the list. Yeah, yeah. So it's we, a strategy, you know? It's a strategy, yeah. And we, we would always be safe. And for finals, just everyone just goes crazy. And that was always fun to be like, oh, okay, cool. You've been working on this. Hmm, let's see how it goes. <laughs> so, like, individual finals are always funny because you see all these big skills. Some of them are. I catch or some of them I miss. Yeah. You see these guys falling and like, yeah, this is exciting. This is yeah, nervous. You feel alive. <laughs> yeah, you know, you just get that feeling. It's like goosebumps. Like, oh, you yes. can call yourself like a low rounder or? Um, yeah, I was an old rounder, but a terrible one because I sucked at rings. That means <laughs> now the next question is what is there and you hate yes. or you don't like it? Definitely raised. Why? Definitely. I just, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I just was never. You don't feel the. Uh, I, I, I was just not that strong, you know. It's not your cup of tea. <laughs> definitely <laughs> not. Because, um, like, everyone in my, in the team, mm -hmm. I was possibly either the tallest or the second tallest. Everyone else was like. More little one. Yeah, and ev ev everyone in the team was like perfect all-rounders. Yeah. And I remember my um my first my first um representation. I mean my fir the first time I represented South Africa, mm -hmm. we had uh, myself. And I was a newbie. That was my first year as a senior. It was myself, my good friend, uh, Lindo. He's like short, mm -hmm. strong guy. And then we had um, Christo, who is who was a really who was a really good all rounder, mm -hmm. like a bit shorter than me. And we had Michael. He was just good at everything. Mm -hmm. And then we had Tyron, our team captain. He was 
I would say maybe Tolani, but um, he he was one of he was one of the most impossible guys. If you ever doubt yourself, he would literally pull you in. Like, nope, we're not doing that. No way. No time for doubts. Gotta keep pushing. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. And yeah, I mean, having that was probably one of my one of my favorite teams. And unfortunately, we only did that one competition and because they're much older than me, so everyone was kind of like at the end of their career. Retire retiring. Retiring, yes. So yeah, but we still I still kept touch with everyone. Yeah, still good friends. Yeah. Great. What is your best memory in gymnastics? Oh man, that's that is a really, really nasty question. <laughs> <laughs> we need to go deep. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a nasty question. Um I would honestly say one of my one of my best memories was was World Championship and Commonwealth Games. Why? Oh man. Because the first the first one, the World Champs, this was my first international competition outside of South Africa. Or Africa for that matter. And I I I was extremely nervous to be on to be on the same stage as Uchimura and all of these guys, Sam Kulek and at the time Silada, Yuri Van Galda, you know, like Sweetlock and all of these guys, you know. I was it was overwhelming to be in the same stage as all these sub gymnasts and for me, I was I, I was extremely nervous, and then I remembered that um one of one of the coaches and one of the judges we were out for dinner. I think like two days before, because I had a whole I had a whole training camp for like two weeks before we went to Belgium, and one of one of the best things that I ever heard. It's a simple thing, and they. This coach told me that, listen, you've done your hard work. You're going to go out there. You do what you want to do. And keep in mind, you're an underdog. No one cares. You know, just get out there. Do your best set. Get it, get it done. And I did get out there. I had, I had the best competition ever. And I think I messed up floor. Yeah, I think I messed up floor. But then the funniest thing happened when we got to high bar. Yeah. They were like, all right, guys, you got five minutes warm up. Let's go. But we're going to warm up in order. And I'm like, okay, cool. So I look at the list. I was like, okay, so I am going last for, comp- for competition, which means I will warm up last. And then everyone warms up, and then somehow we messed up the 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 lineup, the warm up order. So I was like waiting there, and then they had this screen, and I'm like waiting, sitting down. I did I didn't even t- I didn't even get to like touch the high bar for warm up. And my grips off, and then the next thing, like okay, we're starting. Gymnast, first gymnast, get ready. And then I looked up, and on the screen was my name. No way. <laughs> My name was on for Hyper and I haven't warmed up. Nothing. No, nothing. I'm cold. I'm literally cold. I'm like, 
Well, this is gonna suck. <laughs> <laughs> so I um officially today is the first today is the first cold routine that I'll ever have to do. And the next thing I'm like, okay, I, I I'm in trouble now. So I get out, put my grips on, and we had um Derek as our coach. He's like, come on, man, you can do it. I'm like, I didn't even warm up. He's like, I know. I know. How <laughs> did you mess it up? He's like, man. <laughs> I, I think right now it's a bit the time has passed to to start questioning about the warm-up and everything. Let's just just do your best. I'm like, yeah. And what happened? I choked up. Yeah. I walked up to the platform, the podium. I looked at the judges. I almost put myself. I was so nervous because I was like, I don't even know how the bar feels, you know, mm. nothing. And then it's like, okay, you know, let's just smash this. So I looted, got up, did my routine cold, basically nailing every move in it as best as I could. And I I honestly think that for, for what happened. I did a lot better than I expected. Because I was, I was, I was like stressing myself, oh, I'm gonna miss my catch it. Oh, I'm gonna miss this. I'm not gonna be able to do my my elbow giants because my shoulders are still cold. I'm worried about my dismount. I didn't even know how hard the man feels for the landing, you know. All these little things I was like going in my head. Got up there, did my routine, smashed it, landed with a step, and I was like, wow. I guess sometimes you just need that push. <laughs> sometimes only you need to jump. No yeah, problem. yeah. And I was I was extremely happy about that. That was one of the biggest highlights. And saluted. And even my coach was like, I was very worried that something might go wrong. And I'm like, well, we did it. <laughs> <laughs> and but yeah. we don't say to the gymnasts on the world, don't wear math after that. No, 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 but it, 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 it was it was quite a strange, it yeah. was very it was a very strange moment where I was like yeah. you pass forward and yeah. further the, the difficulty of yeah. yeah. I just executed my routine as best as I could and it, it went pretty well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Maybe you was very focused or concentrated. Yeah, yeah. I, I I definitely was concentrating and I was I think adrenaline as well had yeah. some some take on it because I, I honestly think that if I if if I was warm and had the feel of a bar and everything, plus being around these top gymnasts was already overwhelming for me. Because I was like, oh my God, I'm in the same rotation as which you were. It's it's unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. But I think um, being men mentally tough is a huge is a huge is a huge thing for a gymnast. Because yeah. if you can tell yourself you can push through this and you can do that, if you're mentally clear, you can you can definitely achieve a lot. And well, the episode has come to an amazing end. Thank you so much for listening and we hope to see you next time on the podcast for Coaches of the World, Escuela del Sur. Don't forget to subscribe, give us a 5-star rating 
and check out all the episodes available on Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Podcast, LinkedIn, and YouTube as Escuela del Sur. See you next time!